Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Rubber Nipple Podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Sam, here with my, the one, the only, the best host of the Rubble, Rubber, I can't talk, Rubber <laughs> Nipple Podcast, Brandon Nichols. Do, do we need to restart it, or you just want to go with it? No, we oh, just good. go with it. That's the fun part about doing so this. So is there a backstory to that one? Because usually I know backstories to everything. So my goal, when I thought about this... Because I was, you know, had discussed what I was going to call the podcast prior to us starting. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do something random. Because my goal was to make you laugh. (laughs) Good job. I was not expecting it. So, hey, and I wanted to say for your friends that were on last week, excellent job. And, you know, I I thought you did a fantastic job. It was great to kind of hear, like, how you guys knew each other, how you guys got into games. I think you did fantastic. That was a really good podcast. Well, thank you. It's, it's, It's weird. So I've done podcasts with Jeff before, yeah. but all my podcasts with Jeff have been done over the internet where I'm recording oh, wow. and I've just okay. got headphones on and we're talking to each other. I'm not with them. You were the, you and my wife are the only people I've actually sat in front of and talked oh, to nice. and recorded. So, well, I guess not counting the people we've had on this show so far, yeah, but those were like just one offs, like little quick yeah. things like, and, and even to be honest, so like I didn't know Zach very well. Yeah. And I didn't, I at that night, I'd only met Justin once. Right. And even though I know him, Thunder Games champion, Thunder Games champion Justin. Um, Chiefs extraordinaire fan. Chiefs extraordinaire. Second only to, never mind. Um, <laughs> With the uh, best. Which, by the way, like hair. Um, I don't know when the next time you're going to see Justin, if Justin ever feels like driving his ass back uh, up here again. Corn Dog Day. Corn Dog Day. Corn oh, dog and we might go down to that. I'm not hey, sure. You should. She, he sent us an invite. It's a lot. Um, if in case for some reason I can't go down, um, not only do I have that newspaper we need to give him for the yes. cheese victory, I bought an extra bottle of the Chateau Championship bottle milk. Oh, nice. So he did, he was like, you keep you drink the milk. I just want the bottle. So I was yeah. I'm giving him the bottle. Um, anyway, so yeah, so having them here and having known them as long as I've known them, right. and it, it was just a, it was like this is different. Not to mention, and they don't know this. I sat on the opposite side of the table from where I sit when I talk to Whoa. you. So, and it was basically because, like, if I'm sitting here talking to you, yeah. you see, you know, I glance over at the the yeah, yeah. thing to make sure everything's recording just fine all the time. Yeah. I didn't. I had a feeling if it was them, they probably kept going. Why? They why? Why are you really looking over your shoulder? So, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So does that mean there there's a problem with me? Like I never questioned that. No, there's not a problem with you. Okay. But that's the thing was I didn't want them to like be like, what are you doing? What's going on? Right. Where's that distraction? Right. Where you understood. You're used to me glancing over my shoulder and making sure. Well, it was an excellent podcast. I love hearing, like I said, the stories that they had. And it was fun. It was fun to listen to our podcast with somebody else. With somebody else on it. I enjoyed it immensely. And I hope that in the future, if I'm not able to attend, that you have. Well, well, Steve has said he is now a regular listener, so shout oh, out, awesome. hello, Steve. Hey, Steve, thanks um, for listening. Jeff claims to have listened to one, but he can get really busy. You so. know what, Jeff? I appreciate listening to the one. So, how was LA? LA, good, the good and the bad. So, you know, LA is temperate weather. It's beautiful, basically all day. It starts getting a little right. colder in the evening. You know, for anybody that's been out there. Um, Call like colder, California colder or out California here cold? California colder. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Missouri colder. California colder. Right. So it was one of those, but I was prepared for that. And it wasn't a problem. First day, uh, I decided, I was like, you know, I'm, once I get there, I'm going to get into my B&B. I'm going to go and I heard all about the metro. Hey, ride the metro. It's nice. It's right. clean. It's an easy way to get around. So I did. I took the metro from downtown LA. Was it clean and easy to get around? <laughs> it was. It was clean and easy. <laughs> get around i did question if i had bed bugs at a second i was like oh wait a minute and then i was like no no bed bugs i just itchy. <laughs> um so i wrote it to santa monica pier oh nice that was fun i mean kind of just taking a look at it i i don't think i'd ever no i don't think i've ever been down there i've only been to la one other time and it was for e3 gosh i mean prior to so you've actually been to an e3 yeah, yeah. i did not know that i think over 13 years ago oh we went there. wow yeah, we who ago. Me and Emily. Oh, you and Emily. My wife. Yeah. I, and did I she enjoy that? She didn't go. She didn't oh. go and attend. I just went to, you know, to kind of experience it. I've, I've always wanted to go to the expos. But right. One of the things about that is I never really had a plan or anybody else to really go with me. So Emily was willing to come with me. And I will say during that, that visit in LA, we made it more of a vacation, but I was a super lame traveler. I didn't plan anything. We basically just kind of hung out in the hotel. We went down to the um, the Walk of Fame with the stars and right. everything. I just wasn't very adventurous. 
Um, I was more of a homebody. And you said 13, so this was pre-kids. Yeah, this was... Emily was pregnant with our oldest. Oh, okay. Time. And so, yeah, we were we were down there for that. And I mean, it was cool. We saw um, there was... A, um, what would I call it? The red carpet walk for... There was Poseidon. The movie had come out with Kurt Russell. Oh, wow. Josh Lucas wow. was in. I know. Isn't that funny? And right. We just happened to be down there. And we got, you know, we got pictures of them just like walking along from from a distance, not right. closer by any means or anything. Um, but that was kind of neat to see. But we didn't really do a whole lot else other than me going to the expo and just kind of like walking around and looking at stuff. I didn't right. go into like the display area because you had to pay like six hundred dollars, and I was like, I don't even though Emily gave me, she's like, if you want to do that, you go ahead. But I just couldn't <laughs> you justify. go ahead, right? I couldn't justify. No, I, I wouldn't be about six hundred dollars. I, yeah, I just couldn't do it. But it was cool to see all the displays and, you know, the posters. Plus, they, yeah, they do the posters outside. And, like, yeah, every time E3 yeah. rolls around, it's really cool where, we're, where like, they just show the like the, the side of buildings. They mm-hmm. just put entire billboards up. And yeah. it's like, what in the hell? Well, and that was – so the other thing that was neat about LA is, as I put on some of our group things, is there was a bunch of pictures, like just – paintings on yeah. know, murals on buildings and walls yeah. that were beautiful and sculptures and just all sorts of stuff everywhere i felt like i was playing a grand theft auto game where you were collecting the snapshots <laughs> right of like oh here's a make sure you t- get this tag right i get this tag and i jokingly would take a picture and be like 320 and then take a picture of another 319 <laughs> nice. i'm almost there um so that was fun and you know went to venice beach when i was down by sonnet santa monica pair and it was cool to see and experience and just see, you know, like the areas for skateboarders and the Muscle Beach and just all the different things. They With a whole bunch of guys out there working out? No, there actually was not. I no. was a little disappointed. I think I went up a little bit too late to see them working out. And, may, and maybe it may not be that big in the middle of February. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is. I know it's still California it's, and, and it's better cool. weather, but. But in addition to that, so doing these things, like it was, I was basically, I was by myself pretty much this entire time right. and I'm, you know, just kind of Well, you're not at doing. your event stuff you're yeah, doing. Yeah, well, it hadn't gone, been going on yet. So while it was fun to see all this stuff, when you experience stuff by yourself, it's like, well, that's cool. But if you had somebody else just to kind of talk about, you, right. know, you know, chat about what's going on or you know, make fun of something here and go grab a bite to eat a food somewhere here, it's more enjoyable. Yeah. So even though I am a little bit more introverted, I know that that's more enjoyable. Well, speaking of wanting to go to expos, I've always wanted to go to C2E2. So I'll just throw that out there yeah. for you. Where's that at? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, dude, I'm in. <laughs> I don't even know what the C2X2 is. C2E2 is the... C2E2 is the... Hey, Siri, what does C2E2 stand for? I forgot how it is exactly. Siri's not Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Okay. So, but they do both electronics, electronics and comic okay. book stuff type. Cool. So, you know, but, two things that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> C2E2. Yeah. So, but C2, yeah. So, LA was good. My conference was really good. Learned a lot of um, good, valuable information about neurology, um, specifically strokes. Uh, the weather was nice. Sad that I wasn't there. When I, once I kind of connected with the group of people that were went with me, that was more enjoyable. Um, but then when I was by myself again after they left, I went down to like the Grand Central Market area, got like food there, went to the Broad, which is an art museum. And once again, very cool, but by yourself. Nobody to share it with. Yeah, just nobody to share it did with. Did you try any interesting cuisine while you were there because you were... I got a big burrito. I did, yeah. you know, one of the... Oh, yeah, you, you were in LA. Did you get good tacos? No good tacos nowhere? Well, I don't know. I've, I've always heard the burritos are good. Oh, and actually I did get tacos at... There was a place, a Mexican restaurant front there, Roses, I believe, that we went that was close to the convention center. Hmm. And I got tacos there, street tacos, and they were pretty dang good. Yeah. There's a... I have to talk to him, uh, my buddy's brother-in-law, Ryan, who you met yesterday, his brother-in-law, Jeff... Um, they took us to this authentic Mexican restaurant while we yeah. were in San Diego for Comic-Con and it was like, this place is amazing. And I wish I was like, this is, I just, I want to go you back. Just need that in your life. Yes, I do. I need some authentic and, I, and there might be real authentic Mexican in the middle of the country, but there's just something different well, when you're, yeah, you're a little you closer know. to the border, you know, just kind of. Right. I feel area. like authentic 
XYZ cuisine in the middle of the Midwest is by a chef who went and studied abroad and is always going to put their own kind of influence in. Yeah. It's different from somebody who's like literally, oh, I live like right over here. This is my culture. This right. is where I'm from. I'm making right. you my cuisine. Exactly. So. so so that was it. How was your week without my, Sam? It was okay. You know, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, we text, we texted a couple answer. times, but it right. was so lonely. I know I sent you a couple. I like, this made me think of you. Yes. <laughs> and I loved the art stuff you sent me. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, no, it was okay. It was hectic because the kids and the, are my oldest, and I know you weren't here for it, but your oldest, the play. I keep saying play, and I keep getting yelled at. Musical. Yeah took place and it looked amazing it, it was fun it was a lot of fun they had a couple hiccups on the first night yeah i heard they were played off pretty well <laughs> they did they did so they so, so our kids so our kids were in willy wonka jr and probably my favorite which was a mishap but they did a hilarious job of was mike tv where he gets transplanted into the television the little doll that got put into the television fell out Oh, yeah. And face planted yeah. and rolled and hit the ground. Everybody had the heart. Like, the crowd immediately giggled a little. Yeah. But all the kids did amazing yeah. at holding their composure. The kid who was now off stage with a microphone that was supposed right. to be the doll was like, oh, I'm okay. That hurt. And it was <laughs> like, awesome. which made it harder for the kid yeah. playing Willy Wonka to hold his composure. Yeah. And he, and the only time in the two nights I watched this play or this musical, this kid ever actually used the cane for what it was for was leaning on was when he was trying not to laugh and right. he was kind of hunched over then holding himself up with the cane, but he even walked over and started talking to the doll while it was on the ground as in oh, like, awesome. like, you know, and I was like, well done. Well done. Um, the part that really impressed me was the kid that did Charlie um, on the first night he had a musical cue where so he was supposed to get his find his golden ticket and there was supposed to be a musical cue that was supposed to start his song while he opened up the chocolate found it did his routine played it off into the next scene yeah well he started flipping over the little fake candy bar thing and nothing was happening and like I didn't know what was happening and and then he just started singing yeah and it didn't quite make sense and it was like this feels really off what is happening but he kept going and he kept going and then what was really cool was in the back of the audience on the up on the mezzanine was the theater department for the high school uh -huh. and they could tell what had happened was there was supposed to be a musical cue that this kid was supposed to be singing to gotcha. and he just said screw it I'm gonna do it without it and he was gonna try to remember the beats and he was struggling but he was doing a good job and he was persevering yeah but the the, the music the theater group started clapping like into the rhythm of how he was singing yeah. and the whole audience started That's clapping. Awesome. And so we all kind of just started doing it and he went with it and he's, he's, he gained his composure while he was singing and dancing on the stage. And then the music kicked on yeah. like mid song and it really took off with it and kept it going, completed the scene and went on. It was a cool moment where I, and I even told the kid afterwards, like, dude, yeah, way Kudos. to pull that off because Middle school, seventh grade. Yeah. I, he probably could have been an eighth grader, but still, oh, a middle school yeah. kid in that situation, uh, crickets. Not just stopping and kind right. of being like, well. Because, and there was an ex old. so, and you could tell, because the second he gets the candy bar on the second night is when the music kicked in. Gotcha. So he got that candy bar and he held it for a good 20 seconds. Yeah. Waiting. And he just kept doing this, flipping the candy bar over. Like he was looking at it and and I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, this is a weird, awkward little right. thing. What's happening? And then he started singing and I'm like, why does this kid not have, I didn't realize it was because he didn't he have music. Waiting for the he cue. was waiting for the cue. So the second night he got that candy bar and the music hit and Monica and my wife and I look at each other like, there That's it is. That's how quickly it was supposed to have hit. Wow. But I told him, I said, dude, you did a great job like on That's that incredible. because most kids would have just frozen oh, sure. and not been able for to sure. do it. Well, and my wife sent me a couple of videos from it and, the kid, all the kids looked great. I will say the guy that was playing Willie seemed incredibly like picked for the role. He he was. <laughs> just he seemed like he fit and so well. I want you to know, and I've always thought this of your daughter because our kids have been in choir together for forever. Yeah, she has a very strong voice. Yeah, she does. And <laughs> the at, towards the end of the play. All the kids and their parents that were whisked away for being bad children come back in and start singing the main Willy Wonka song. Right. You can't hear a damn kid singing, but I'll be God. I didn't hear your daughter like <laughs> both nights. Both nights. I'm thinking, 
Well, first of all, I was wondering why they didn't have their mics on. Right. Because they still were wearing them. Right. So I was like, why don't they have their mics on? But I'm like, well. There's Anya. There's Anya carrying the crowd. Like, and I was like, it wasn't even a like. I turned away and I'm going, that's her. I hear her. Oh, yes. And she yes. and she did her part to ham it up on the stage as much as she could. Yeah. So. I was very proud of the parts I saw, and I, I told her myself. <laughs> yes. I was so disappointed. I was in this co- at this conference that yeah. I missed it all, but hopefully I'll well, get it next year. Yes, next year. Oh yeah. And I'll tell you, after the second night when we were leaving, Austin was like. I can't wait to do this again yeah. next year. I heard them joking about wanting to do Sweeney Todd next year. Well, yeah, Monica. Well, Monica looks because what's that movie with Johnny Depp with the scissor hands? Yeah, I'm like Edwards. She's no, 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 the barbershop. And I'm like, oh, Sweeney, Sweeney Todd? Todd. And she goes, they should do that next year. And I'm like, I don't know if that's middle school appropriate. I don't know. I mean, sure. whatever. But but you know, and Austin said something very. I was a very proud father moment for me. Was we're leaving, so they did they did a stage breakdown. Yeah. But I had Monica, or I had, yeah, I had Monica and Logan, my my youngest. It was late. He was tired. wasn't feeling good. Monica was hurting. Been a long day for her. Mm-hmm. So I said, I told Austin, I said, look, stay. We got a couple pictures. I said, I'm running your mom and your brother home, and I'm coming right back, and I'll help with whatever stage breakdown or whatever you need, and we'll go. Right. Literally, the time it took to go to the middle school. Or to leave the middle school, come home, and go back to the middle school, which really isn't that long from where we live. They already had the entire set stripped down. There were like six dads up there with their power tools, and it was all all everything was nice. torn down and flat, and they were yeah. just sweeping up. And I'm like, well, okay. But we were leaving, and it was just me and Austin. And he says to me, so he had originally tried out for Willy Wonka, and he said to me, you know, I'm kind of glad I didn't get Willy Wonka. And I was like, really? He goes. Yeah, because I wouldn't have made the friends I've made over the last couple months being getting to be an Oompa Loompa. Right. And I'm like... That's cool. That's a, such yeah. a positive outlook on... Yeah, proud parent. You know, like, good job for, like, not holding on to that, like, man, I really wish I was Wonka. Yeah. But accepting and moving on from it, I was like... That's cool. That's cool. Good on him. And then he's like, he's I'm going to miss these guys. I'm not going to be in the same room with yeah. all these people again. I'm like, well, you've all got their numbers because you all they all do this group text that drives me up a wall. But I'm like, you have contact information, right. you know. Yeah, so, sure. cool. <sighs> um, Do you want to conduct or do you want me to conduct? No, you go ahead. Okay. You go ahead and conduct. So I, I am the co-host. That's why we, I, we, I you know, <laughs> pronounce myself co-host. You, you are one half of the show, exactly. sir. You you just I like think that I'm part of it. Whatever. Um, oh, I just got another comment. By the way, Sam is drinking a brand new Dr Pepper mm-hmm. and cream soda. Yep. What is your official review, Sam? Out of what? Am I beginning this? Uh, five. Out of five? Oh, we'll do ten. I I yeah, prefer fives. I prefer fives, but whatever. Yeah, I give it like a five and a half. Really? Yeah, I'm not in love with it. it or do you like Dr. Pepper? Yeah, I like Dr. Pepper. Okay. This just tastes do you like cream too much like, soda? Uh, cream soda, I could, you know, take or leave mm. it. It's probably the five and a half of the Dr. Pepper I like. Four and a <laughs> probably. half of cream soda. <laughs> See, I love red cream. Or, yes, that adds up. I love red cream soda. That checks out. And I, Check it, my it, That checks out. Um, all right, we're going to blow through a couple quick news, and then we want to talk about some stuff. Blue. Blue. Um so I'll get to the we're going to do the Batman costume last in the news actually second to last because I won't talk to us I'm going to text you um, Dan DiDio leaves DC Comics and it's more or less been confirmed he's been fired and I just want to say as a personal I don't even think you do you know who that is that's really disappointing I have no idea who that is. he's one of the co-producers do you know who Jim Lee is nope okay oh, I need to work with you on this Sam um Anyways, he's one of the co-producers at DC Comics, and ever since Warner Brothers got bought out or joined with AT&T, whichever it is, they've been doing a lot of firing, and yeah. a part of that is at DC Comics, and they Wait, like... Say that again, Warner Brothers bought AT&T? I think, a, I think AT&T either bought or they just merged. Okay. But I think it's AT&T bought. Okay. Because I, I was kind of wondering who had more money in. I think AT&T was, like, the, like was AT&T the aggressor or whatever. Okay. Um, Anyways, which I know it's hit or miss. A lot of people have mixed opinions of him. I've here's here's the thing. Here's what I find funny, and I know people who work with somebody in such a large 
huge part of entertainment. They're not going to say bad things about each other, yeah. especially if they can help them down the road. But usually it's a man, you know, I wish him the best of luck in their future endeavors. I always liked him. Those are the type of, you know, keep maintaining goodwill. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's very disproportionate to the people who are fans who have theories and opinions as to why certain companies do certain things makes them have irrational hate towards people involved. Like people who hate specific people at Disney and or Lucas for whatever's going on with the current Star Wars stuff. That type of thing. Um, and they blame him for a lot of the things they don't like, just like they blame Jeff Johnson. They're all just freaking calm down. It was so disproportionate to the negativity from fans who are happy he's gone to the actual creatives involved that are with and not with DC who are like, this sucks. Yeah. And we hate to see this, this man go. He's such a large part working for them for the last 10 years right. that it's just one of those things. I just wanted to get that off my chest. That was first quick thing. Um, uh, we'll go ahead. I'm, I'm just changing the order of what I typed this in. Activision. I want to get your opinion on this. Activision has subpoenaed Reddit for the find the identity of the guy that keeps leaking all the call of duty leaks that seem to be like a hundred percent accurate. How ridiculous is that to you? What's the point? I don't know. Well, because I think I mean, here's what it is. I think Activision thinks it's somebody that works for them. And so they're really, they're trying to get to the basis of, is this somebody that we can prosecute? Right. It's video game stuff. And it, it's not that like nobody cares that well, much. Here's the thing. I, I don't okay. feel like they do. You know, I'm sure sometime in your life, or you know, maybe you haven't, but I'm, I imagine at some point you've tried to arrange a surprise or something cool right. happened. So I get it. You get the if you have somebody that ruins that surprise for you and takes the wind out of your sails, that sucks. I mean, that kind of stinks. And then I guess in this case, if you have it continuously happen over and over and again, and you're just hoping to have a big reveal event that you're like man we can really just drop all the information and get fans fired up i could see why you'd be a little upset especially when you are spending however many millions of dollars to try to make right. something unique well i can't say unique because you know their games are all kind of which leads me to similar. my every year they break their own record for biggest game the amount yeah. of money activision makes off of call of duty that leak doesn't affect your no, bottom no, no, no. line. <laughs> well, and I think that's the thing is that you're just, you have probably hurt egos at the top that would prefer to be able to display their unique work, you know, the way they, they plan on it and they would prefer it. Now, it could be one of those things. What if they were to lean into it more and just be like, you know what? We're just going to put a lot of information out there. There's other ways to deal with this that I think would be more creative and kind of would show like some originality for right. these producers, but I'm not them. It's not my million of dollars. <laughs> so I, I can kind of understand why they'd be frustrated. But okay. going to that point, it seems a little bit. Okay. Let me ask you this as a consumer of things and internet user. Yes. Legally. Don't you, don't you think Reddit has a right to not divulge that information? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, the, would that word, made that make you worry if Reddit just went, okay, here, handed it over would it make me concerned about the anonymity well well not not even that it's more the privacy rights of just you why why is this company allowed to just hand you my information mm, like if, if you're not physically doing anything yeah i don't know i mean there's probably <clears throat> more legal concerns with it and if it is somebody that was is, is within their employment, then they're breaking a contract agreement. True. And so that then would probably supersede the fact that Reddit has, you know, stuff in place of saying, hey, this these people, you know, you can't, we're not going to sell you their names. We're not going to, you know, give you them rights. But if it's in a contract that says, hey, if it, this is an employee of ours, right. you have to let us know. Right. Um, so not to help your argument any... <laughs> But Sony has dropped out of PAX East <laughs> and the Game Developers Conference. Uh. To be fair, Facebook also pulled out of the Game Developers Conference. Now, 
their reasoning for both is the coronavirus. And I, let's just right. talk about how stupid that name is. I'm a little over the name because all I think of is like, well, then drink a different beer. Yeah. Did it, which, by the way, did you see Corona's offering $15 million yeah. to change the name to Bud Light Virus? Oh, no. That's like a little a thing they put out today saying, can we please change that? I, I saw some stuff about, yeah, talking about the Corona name. So, which is funny because in LA, I had a Corona. Did you? Yep. Do you like Corona? I can't. Um, every now and then with Mexican food. Yeah. So, That's like racist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> um, so, when when are our, when is PAX East? When is GDC? GDC is in like four weeks. Okay, and when's PAX? I think this week. So you're gonna owe me some fo, fa, fa, bro. Are we putting are we putting that one week window that I talked about? I'll let you have the one week window. As so a my grace as my grace period in yeah. case like. February and Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday they go, oh, surprise, here's all the information which would really piss me off if that's what happened but I want that grace window to prevent that Um, but just so it's understood, during that grace period we are neither of us or then we lose the bet basically yeah, I'm I'm good with that, I'm good with that, stalemate we basically, yeah, it's a stalemate you know, but at this point it's not looking good and just so that everybody knows what happened today, which I thought was funny, Sam sent me a text just saying, hey, do you want to have fun Thursday? And I'm like, man, if February isn't over, I still have a week, plus I want my grace period. And he's like, no, just to have lunch. And yeah. I'm like, oh. I want, I want some fun. <laughs> I want some fun, Right, yeah. No, no, That's no. We can, we can do that. Um, Xbox did release a whole bunch of information this week. And now I... Oh, that's right. I took a picture of my phone. Sorry. I'm a little disorganized here. Gee, shocker, right? What I want to do, by the way, is I want to... I have a laptop sitting over here. I'm trying to get that works better. And so that I can like actually do this on the laptop oh, instead of this. So I just always have everything open. Um, Xbox released some details. Um, it has... It will have 12 teraflops. Yeah. Don't know what that means. Um, a variable rate shading. Uh, hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, quick resume for multiple games, which we've talked nice. about in yeah, the past. We, we thought that'd be really inspired. cool. Yeah. Um, and smart delivery. Now, smart delivery, this is something I wanted to talk to you about. They're saying that anything you buy, based, well, not anything, they are, they're setting specific titles that if you buy it in on Xbox One between now and the PS or the Xbox One X. No, Series X, X Series X, yeah. whatever. Um, you will get it on both consoles. Okay. And the way it will work is, so say... Ooh, I think I know where you're going, but keep going. So say you you bought... I'm trying to think of what the game was that they... Uh, Halo Infinite. Yeah. Say you buy Halo Infinite for the Xbox One. And then they drop it and release it with the Xbox Series X. Yeah. If you buy it digitally or disc, you will get a copy of it on both systems yeah. and say you keep your Xbox one and your X and you have the Xbox series X and you buy them digitally, it will download the specific version for your console. So if you buy a game, like for example, say you bought GTA five, okay. let's say they remastered it for that series X. Yeah. and say you had an Xbox 360, an Xbox one and an Xbox series X and you owned it digitally okay. and you bought it. If you download the game on Xbox 360, it'll download the 360 version. If you download it on the Xbox One, it'll be that yeah. version, and it won't up. It won't be upscaling it. It'll literally be giving you that version. Okay. And the big um, CD Projekt Red is the game that they used to announce this with is Cyberpunk. Yeah. I saw that. So if you buy Cyberpunk on the Xbox One, you will get it on the Xbox One X. Yeah. And it'll be the Xbox One X version, right. not an upscaled version of the other one. This is something I've always thought they needed to do near console releases. Because it's if it's the year you're releasing a console and you're mm-hmm. going to be releasing games on both, it just makes sense to support, have some kind of support for that. Yeah. Um, before I get into the a little more in depth on the CG, CD project CD project red part of this, what is your take on this? You know what excites me about this a little bit is that you can see that Microsoft is pulling out all the stops. 
they're going like gung ho, like we're going, you know, full tilt or bust. Basically, we are going to do everything we can to make our air, our place to play, you know, on our Xbox the most appealing for anybody that's coming into these new systems, which is kind of really cool to see that type of um, attitude towards the next generation. They're right. just saying, hey, are you concerned that, you know, you're going to, all the games that we, you know, you get on your Xbox One X or, you know, Series X isn't going to work. It's like, no, they're going to be available for you back and forth. They're going to be there for you, so you're not going to lose that. All the Xbox um, made games on the new consoles for at least a year will be, you know, work on the Xbox One X. So if you're one of those people that's like, well, I'm not an early adopter, I'm not going to pick it up right away. Which you've said a couple times, you're not sure if you... I'm not 100% sure, right? but it's one of those that it's comforting to know. Like, say that I'm like, you know what, I am ready to go ahead and make the Switch. If I then have these games, it's like, I'm going to know it's going to work on the Series X or vice versa. Like, it's going to go back and forth, which is going to be nice to see. Um, the multiple games thing is pretty awesome. And for them to actually, actually come out and officially announce that, because I wasn't sure. that You and I were kind of speculating right. on, like, that sounds really cool. I think when we were talking about it, it was with Sony. Right. Like, mentioning, like, hey, this may happen. Well, they, like, they were talking about with both how powerful supposedly yeah. both these consoles are, that this is something you can do. Right. And so, like. But did we know it was actually going to no, happen? No, it wasn't and a now, thing. I didn't know it had been confirmed. I was like, that's kind of yeah. cool if I. Let's say I'm playing Rainbow Six with you guys on one, and then we want to jump into PUBG, or you know, then we want to jump into GTA. We can just like kind of right. go through the games and not have that long load time. That Although required. I will say that might be different, though. It might be different if you're playing online games, because if it requires the internet connection to establish, it might kick you from one thing to the other. Well, but I don't just know. Just like the load screens of just bringing up the game. And Grand Theft right. Auto alone has such a long load time. Oh yeah. When you first, you know, boot it up. It's kind of like okay, we're eventually getting into this game. We'll use we'll use PlayStation as a example just because i want to um so say you're playing last of us 2 yeah and your buddies say hey let's hop on to gta 5 let's right. hop on to rainbow six siege yeah. you can go ahead and kick that open because you're not playing multiplayer on, right. on last of us 2 and you can let that load and do its thing and then no i i really like it and you know i saw a little um little article that was kind of just comparing the specs that they're seeing now with the Xbox Series X with like a PC and it just talks about hey with these different components you know this is how much you could kind of estimate it might cost you and that's the thing I've never been a PC player and the nice thing with the Xbox Series X is I just think they're they're offering you a good package now granted right. I don't know how much it costs my guesstimate would be the ultimate high they would ever go would be about $600 I think that would be for their high end version for the high end version now that's, that's my thought. I don't think they will go any more than that. I what think was I, the One X five? Uh, I can't remember what it was when it first came out. It may have been five. I, I feel like it was five fifty. I can't remember. Okay, because I got it at a cheaper price too. But I do think that if they um, hit five, or if they hit four, holy cow! With their high end, I don't know many people that could say no to that. Right. I no. I would agree. Now. Part of the reason I want to go back to the CJ or CD, CD Project Red version of this, of them doing this with um, Cyberpunk, yeah, rubber nipple, rubber baby bumpy bumpers, whatever. So after they announced this, Cyberpunk, this, the official Cyberpunk Twitter handle run by CD Project Red, posted, gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrade. Owners of Cyberpunk whatever for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. Mm-hmm. So I posted this on something on Reddit. So I have a this makes, this opens up a whole bunch of questions for me. Because yeah. first of all, is this, does this paint CD Project, Project Red into a corner? Because whether because they could if they don't say anything this is a microsoft feature this is something microsoft is doing they're the one that'll be poning up the fee for the new copy right you know they don't have a hand or say in anything like uh, nobody else does it's just it's purely a microsoft thing by saying this this makes this sound like then they have no reason to give out the game on ps5 right because now this sounds like it's a choice by the publisher. Right. Do they paint themselves in a corner or are they hinting more or less saying 
yeah, we're not going to say PS4 because this is an Xbox announcement. Or are they basically confirming this is something PlayStation is going to do too? That's going to do as well. That's a good point. I didn't really think about it like that. Because I, because I read that and I'm like, well, now, wait a minute. You can't tout this as a Microsoft feature now because the publisher is getting involved. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying they're partaking in this and giving away the copy with it. So they... You're, if they don't do it with the PlayStation 5, right. I think you're going to piss off a lot of PlayStation players that are going to go, 100%. well, why wouldn't you do that with that? The other thing that I saw somebody say which or brought up with me, which made me wonder then, maybe it's something Sony doesn't know if they want to do. And CD Projekt Red is going, is using this open space as a, bit of- as a nudge to say, maybe you should do that. Either way, it makes it, a, it puts an interesting spin on it for me because I'm like, because so even if Sony right. doesn't do it, you're making you're putting a target on you to say, yeah. well, you should offer it. You're right. No, nobody should have to. Well, I mean, the way that tweet reads would be suggested to me that it would be for both consoles, and there'd be no question about it. And see, so they're retweeting Xbox. Of course, they're not going to use PlayStation right. in their tweet. Right. So yeah, Xbox has definitely you know has paid them some type of money to kind of be the main console that they're discussing. Right. So I think they would plan on doing the same thing for PlayStation. And like you said, the thought would be if they something didn't go through with it, it wouldn't fall on their shoulders. They'd probably say, hey, this is something we said we'd offer. But right. it's up to them to accept. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting thing. Once I read that, for some reason I was like, well, now, why is the publisher saying something? Right. So. Um, Good point. I lost something I wanted to talk about that I thought I had open, and I'm not finding it. Um, also, I'll just move along. Let's go ahead and talk about the Batman costume. Okay. What, what's your thoughts on the Batman costume? I think it looks fine. So I've told you and like five other people, I hate the damn ears. <laughs> yeah. I really hate. And it, and, and I also I also said this. There was a shot that was released that was kind of a backside angle of yeah. him sitting on the bike. And the ears look better. Yeah. But the front shot literally looks like two lines that look like little antennas coming off of a bug. He likes Ant-Man. He he's likes Ant-Man. He's an Ant-Man, Ant-Man fan. Yeah. Batsy dance. See? That's See? why he likes Maybe. him. He's trying to attract him. <sighs> trying to look like him. It's so frustrating. You know, I uh, it was very, I think, simplistic. I well, in some ways, like the motorcycle itself does, didn't have a lot of you know gadgets or gears. Looking. Right. I did like um, when you looked a little closer at the outfit together. You saw a lot, like his utility belt looked like there was a lot of gear on there right. that he actually would use. Um, in addition to whatever the gauntlets are, I don't know if there's some something that they're used for, like darts or... They look a lot like the gauntlets worn by the Talon on uh, from um, Court of Owls. Um, but yeah. they if you if you look it up online, there looks like there's a lot drawing from different yeah. comic aspects and histories of Batman, which I appreciate. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate. And since it's supposed to take place in like his second year of bean right there's also could be the evolution thing where this is what it kind of looks like at an early stage of him True. as batman and since yeah. reeves is on for a three batman movie and assuming it succeeds and goes forward then this little evolution to the second yeah. movie and then on to the third well and the gear looks like something that you could kind of put together as far yes. as you know like some of the like rough and tumble of it, it's like shoulder pads and Right. other things to kind of protect yourself and i didn't even know that like the little bat symbol was like the gun kind of like well that's a rumor this. no one's actually said that but yeah. or, or no one's officially said that but it i can see where it does kind of look like a dismantled version yeah. of that like the handle, handle. Right. Side of the handle and everything. but it just it looks unique in that way that it doesn't look so um it's not a um oh shoot uh, Tim Burton type suit right. that's you know like classic rubbery and stuff like that. It's not a Ben Affleck rubber type nipples. that's like you know put together. He's you know he's been Batman for years. You know he's it, it's has it, like what looks like battle scars in it. Yeah, exactly. And, like it's kind of built and formed from years of practice. Right. What works best, even like the Christian Bale like look, military look. Yeah, a little bit lower military. It almost has like a little bit more of an edge to it. Of right. like, hey, this is what I found has pr- protects me the best. Right. And is a little bit, you know, more form fitting and but I can kinda move and get around and it keeps my body safe for right. the most part. Which I'm kinda like, okay, like you said, there could be an evolution through this right. period in this time series. One of the things that I know catches a lot of flack, but I really like it is the collar. 
because it's got that actual raised collar. So it looks like it's more like the the cape and the cowl are separated. Yeah. They're not one solid piece and they're more formed to the collar and which I've always kind of liked one for movement because it, it lets the actor right. have a more natural movement to it. Plus it has a, a Batman noir type, right. you know, look to it. What do you so. think of like the eyes, you know, how like on the motorcycle they were white and I assume that's just like a goggle. I th- right. I think they're, I think so even in the screen test, thing it looks like it's just his eyes yeah. like no like it doesn't even look like they put black on or anything right. i think that's gonna be cg'd whatever they do with him which i've always you know i kind of always liked the white eyes like yeah. like what they did with deadpool right like you know and like maybe they had the points where they then made it white having said that i hope i, I think it's a cool look but for as realistic of a look i think reeves might be going for mm-hmm. i don't necessarily like it, it. If, like, I don't know if it'll work right so no, or the only other thing I can think of is if they do it but made it solid black yeah or you know I know it was kind of interesting because you know they, I think they attempted it with um, the dark knight whenever he had like the echo vision you know it kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. whited out right right and even with that I'm like I get the idea the utility of it but right. it does it yeah it doesn't quite fit 100% it right. didn't look 100% right it was okay I feel like was in, am I off in, in, was there one shot in BVS where they had him with the white eyes? Like he was doing something and he, I don't remember. Or maybe I just saw a shitload of Photoshop. You might be right though. I think, I feel like for some reason there was some kind of something they did. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, and again, there's a lot of things, and we talked about this, and I've, I've talked about with everybody. It was also, it wasn't Pattinson on the bike. Yeah. It, it was a, definitely a it stunt definitely double. Bigger. And that also could be everything that he was wearing could just be for the stunt double. Right. It's not exact. It's not as refined. It's obviously going to be bulkier because Pattinson isn't that thick or that built. Yeah. So, that yeah. Well, <laughs> there were rumors he was having trouble putting on some bulk for it. <laughs> Something that I blew my mind and just kind of like one of the things like this man started his career playing a vampire. Yeah. And now he's playing a bat. That's right. Is that weird? No, maybe it's just me. <laughs> I like the comparisons you draw sometimes. I know. I just, it was like, wait, he was a vampire. Wasn't he in Harry Potter though? He was Cedric True. Diggory. True, but so like. I don't know if that really like blew him up. But. How big of a role really was Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter. I, don't know, I guess he died. In the books, in the books, he was a bigger role than he was yeah, in the movies. Um, try and move this along a little quicker. I, <laughs> um, I got all that. Yeah, you know we got to do next week. What? Because I know we don't have time for it. Um, best picture talk. Yeah, I put it on here, but we but can. We're not going to get to that because yeah. of one of some other stuff. Um, this isn't on my list, but it'll segue into the one of the last things I want to talk about. Bob Iger stepped down from disney today what yeah they've like he said i'm i'm stepping yeah just i'm stepping down immediately and they've already put somebody in his place do you think he was just done or do you think this man basically turned disney into the powerhouse yeah exactly everything it is that everybody knows it to be somebody's got something on him there's, you think so? It's gotta be. So something happened He's in the like, Weinstein yeah. tribal or the trial or something. Smoking crack out of somebody's booty or I don't know. <laughs> they got a picture of it, and there's gotta be something going on. Why would you step down? How old is this guy? Oh, he's like 50-something or 60-something. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's got more money than he needs at this point. Well, no, right. And what was the the heir to the Disney fortune? The woman? Yeah. The Whoever, Disney's granddaughter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was like... This man doesn't need the pay that he's getting daily. Um, That's that's worrisome. I don't know. So who who did they put in place? I don't remember their name. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves, though. No, not Keanu Reeves. Not Brandon Nichols, right? Correct. Not Brandon Nichols. That more and more. That would be very interesting. I that's speaking of worrisome. I just got. Oh, never mind. I see what it is. I just got a thing saying I had a new login on my Instagram from an Apple iPhone. And I'm like, no, 
and then I realized I that wasn't our life crosses into the show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm doing this on a phone. No, no, no. Um, so the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about, which I'm not even seeing the picture that I sent you anymore. Um, there was, oh, it's because I sent you. There it is. I found it. I did send you this picture. Um, I will talk about when Pixar. So Pixar's Onward comes out next week. Yes. Um, there was, they released the social embargo. Okay. And I sent this to you, and I, all I said was I wanted to talk to you about this, but I didn't elaborate what or why. I'm just going to read this. Was uh, It was from a review on the, like a quick nugget that was posted on, I think, Twitter. A roundup of early critic reactions to Pixar's Onward. The social embargo has lifted, and critics are sharing their thoughts on Pixar's latest contribution to animation onward the film sounds like it's a certified tearjerker but some critics admitted that while the movie is good they're not convinced it's pixar's best and it annoyed the shit out of me because here's my question to you at what point do you stop trying to make every movie that a company makes its best well i mean pixar's kind of put themselves in this situation where they're known to make these critically claimed movies that nobody else has achieved especially in animation you know right cgi and stuff like that and so, I mean, it is, it's, it's their own, to their own detriment at this point. You know, like. They're granted, so good it affects them. In a... Is it fair? No, absolutely not. Is it fair that every movie they make, they're like, this has to be, you know, better than that one, the best, the most amazing thing they've ever seen? No. But they put themselves up on that pedestal by their hard work. Right. Where they've gotten. Um, but, I mean, I get it. Like, not every movie can be a, you know. A blockbuster, not, right. not even a blockbuster. Not that's what I mean. Not every movie is going to hit the pinnacle of some of the the best Pixar right. movies. I just I'm like one of these people. Like, okay, so if Toy Story four comes out, and you want to say, well, it's not the best Toy Story. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, a movie that is nothing like any of the other movies they've done comes out. Well, it's not their best. Yeah. Like, oh, they have a new movie coming out. Hey, this one. Like, it, it's it's the same issue I have with video games. Yeah. So like, if somebody comes out with I don't know. Whatever Naughty Dog next, it's a completely new IP, which you know is going to have roadblocks. Or, or road, you know what I mean? There's going to be issues with it. Right. What was, jeez, um, uh, my brain shut off. The company that, that made Killzone that then made a... Um, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like, had that game come out and it, you know, they've now, if they gorilla, decide to do it, right? Gorilla, if Gorilla comes out to do, well, now our next game's not going to be a Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's going to be something even, so they went from first person shooter to action adventure, open world gameplay. Mm-hmm. And now they want to do a linear thing. Like, I, you can't always compare just because it's a video game to the three video game series they did before. I just think it's unfair to the publisher. Well, and you can't knock it out of the park. I mean, and, let's, let's be honest at this point, anything House House does makers of untitled Goose game <laughs> they're not going to do better than what they've done i'm sorry There's and no if way. they do holy and shit if they do but you're not going to expect it right but you're not going to expect yeah. it like at some point you've got to let a company go on expecting them to be their best ever and just like in terms of what they made was it good did it see yeah this was a good movie but don't Let's you go with it with say you you know there's something you love and there's multiple of them that come out don't you kind of go in with preconceived notions that you're hoping it's going to be better? Well, yeah. I mean, and, and then if it doesn't, doesn't it let you down slightly if it's not better? But that's of things that I love. Like, I love animation, but I don't, I'm not going to hold one animated movie upon all other animated movies. Like, when I saw the movie Blade, I mean, it was pretty much a masterpiece. <laughs> And it okay. kept, it kept getting better. It kept getting <laughs> better over three movies. <laughs> and then, honestly, you, you introduced right. Ryan Reynolds in the but last movie, and it's amazing. But let's say the, the guy that ever. directed Blade directed Toy Story 2. Well, you know, it just wasn't Blade. You can't compare the two. Well, what it should have been. <laughs> hey, Pixar makes the new Blade movie. Okay. But leaves it... <laughs> completely 100% Blade and doesn't make it kid-friendly. That'd be awesome. Animated Blade. You know one thing I did hear, and I don't know if this is true or not, is that once the movie Into the Spider-Verse came out, the people at Pixar were like, we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, we are in trouble because 
Sony has come out with a unique art style and that like right and I guess from what I heard the CEOs like made the employees watch it multiple times to be like look what they've achieved this is unique this is special and but at the same time and and while I agree with that whole thing the problem with that is they can really only use that for comic book movies animated comic book movies yeah because that's what it is it's in essence making a movie look like a comic book oh and they did such a good job they did an amazing job so are you looking forward to Onward I am um, partly because of the cast. I like Tom Holland, the kid that plays Spider Man, yeah. and I've come to really like Chris Pratt. So I'm really looking forward to see their dynamic in an animated one. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I know I kind of bagged on this, like when you brought it up that I was, but it's as it bit. gets closer. Well, I bagged on it a lot. <laughs> I just I'm I can't I have troubles picturing Chris Pat, Pratt out of any role other than like Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> He's just such a even in Star Lord. Yeah, he's the same character. He's he's Andy Dwyer, Star Lord. But <laughs> he's just a nutbag, you know, like he's a goofball, and that's fine. I think he, I think Star Lord probably fits well because he is goofy, right? You know what I mean? He's not like this super serious role. Did you see? Have you seen the Jurassic World movies? I've never seen the I Jurassic. The first I haven't one. seen I felt, any. Of I them. saw the first new one and I liked it. I just. I just can't get over it. He just doesn't fit. And like back in the day, whenever they were making like new Indiana Jones movies, which I know they're making a fifth one, but when they were making it, they were talking about passing the mantle and he was mentioned. And I'm like, no way. Right. I can't buy it. This guy's too nut. You try to tell me this guy's going to like be smart enough to go and figure out all these puzzles and sound intelligent. And and I'm like, no, it's just not going to work. Because you can't remove the. I can't remove it. He's stuck in my mind like that. If you had to move that on, do you find a nobody or do you find. I find a Brandon Nichols putting in that role. Anyways, uh, that's how I work it. I just say, you go. Nobody's gonna buy a big fat guy falling off of trying to climb stuff and collect things. You are a more physical <laughs> fit, fe- specimen for that role than I am. Well, you know how you fix it. You just put Blade in it. <laughs> just put Wesley Snipes or Blade the character. Blade, Blade the character. Who <laughs> um. fixes most anything? You know, let's be honest, like Harrison Ford has said it himself. He's not passing that mantle to anybody else. He's right. not planning on it while he's alive. Right. I don't really think there's anybody else that would fit that role. I, I can't come up with somebody off the top of my head um, that I think I would be like, yeah, that next n- next Indiana Jones. And let's be honest, after the fourth one, just stop. They're so bad. They're so bad. And I can't, was. Believe, I can't believe that they're planning on making a fifth one with an older Harrison Ford. He, that's somebody... And, and I'm going to, I don't know if I should say this, that's somebody who needs to retire from acting because he, in my opinion, is starting to hit that point where he's Ooh, already an old crotchety man. He's, if you want to come on our podcast and argue that with Brandon, you're welcome. He's already an old crotchety man doing interviews. Yeah. Like what was, he just released a movie this past week and it got panned. Was that the dog one? Yes. Okay. I don't remember the name of it, but it was... Not not well received yeah. by pretty much anybody. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and talk about some siege? Oh, about the Kool Aid Man. What <laughs> the Kool Aid Man Siege? Okay, did you just say Siege. I said like Siege, like Rainbow like Six Siege. Did I miss something? Like what? Did you not new see the new operators? Yeah, I saw him. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real quick, real quick. There was something else I read today. Um, One of the publishers said they can see Siege going free to play with just the operators, you know, the the season. Like, yeah, well, so, but yeah, so kind of how Destiny just did. They're like, look, we're going to give you the game. That's good. I need some noobs to make me feel good about myself. So I had a discussion with somebody about this today, and that made them actually go, ugh. Like, I don't want a whole influx of newbies that don't even know how to play the game. Well, free-to-play just conjures up thoughts of, like, you pay for everything and ads in your face. And, you know, that's what initially hits. But I know that, that like, they're not going to be popping up ads in your face on a console. But sometimes it just does feel kind of gross, like, right. free-to-play. Because it's like, I get it. Now, granted, I got it, you know, super cheap. But I feel like just a small barrier to entry it's kind of nice because then people are more willing to try where if you, what if you join and you got like, you know, goobers that are just like, Oh, it was free. So now I'm going to start smashing everything with my hammer 
and walking through and I'm going to be Montag and have my shield up and just stand in the corner and you're just right. like, cool, great. So glad this went free to play. So Ubisoft, maybe rethink that. Mm, maybe. As head of your studio. As head of your studio. Right now. All right, so. They just text me. Did they? That was quick. Harrison Ford there too. Oh, crotchety man. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over with you the year five roadmap okay. for Siege and see what you're hey, thinking. Who's the other operator? You've got Queen that was that man. chick that was showed her on the moon. Apparently, she can go and like. Um, so what's the what's the girl that places the the hologram of herself. Oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one is oh, the one that yeah, actually yeah, yeah. That will she run can control in. It. Yeah, that's right. But she, she can't actually shoot or do anything, and doesn't actually Ooh, ping that's anybody. It's gonna be annoying as that's shit. That's gonna be annoying. To <laughs> is it an attack? She's an attacker. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be rough. The one thing I am happy about with the Kool Aid Man is that he can knock down shield guys. Yes, that was that was my big takeaway from that. Yeah. I was like, ooh, and did you I like see that. They, uh, pulled uh, they disabled Clash again. Again, I saw a pretty funny thing that was said they disabled Clash and it was her sitting in a wheelchair <laughs> for the third time. And then so they realized, bad. just kill her, just kill her. They need to get rid of her and just come up with an entirely new character. Yeah, she's bad. She's bad. Um, so S, so S1, S2, S3, S4. I don't know if this season four, so year five, yeah, season one, I guess, is how they. How they're breaking that down. Two new operators, which we just mm-hmm. talked about. Um, rework of the organ map. One event. One arcade playlist. Ooh, I'm excited about the event. What do you think? There's so is? much fun. Yeah. Uh, well, we already had Valentine's Day, so it's what day would they release it on? Huh. Is this like you think this is separated in quarters, like quarter one, Probably quarter so. two, quarter Probably three? So. I, I heard they were going to release less operators throughout the year, so I bet it's in quarters now. So, so what holiday would it hit that would correlate with a funny... Or maybe it's Easter? Maybe. Could be. Something. Um, and then a battle pass. They've started incorporating battle passes. I know how much you love that. Oh, um, session two is two more operators. Uh-huh. I don't know those flags. Mm, I think that one... Might be Switzerland. So that's what I was thinking, but I don't know the title. The top one is. The reworking house, which oh, no. I'm worried about because I really like house. Oh, don't mess it up. Um, another event, and another battle pass. Three is one operator. Oh wow! Uh, it says core gameplay and reworks, so they're not messing with any maps. Nope, I take that back. Core gameplay and reworks. They're not. They're. I oh, I see what they're doing. The yacht or take it out. Um. They're reworking skyscraper. Mm, I'm okay with which that. I am. Skyscraper just confuses me when I get into it. There's too many levels. There's too yeah. much crap then, going on. I mean, on. I know I'm just probably dumb too, like trying to find the stairs and try to figure out where to go. Yeah, but skyscraper could use a big overhaul. Right. That's good to hear. Um. I'm not sure. Next to that one new operator, what is it? Is that a flag? What is that? One here, the top. Um. Yeah, see, it was something. Classified, I think. Is what oh, is that what it said? Ooh, wonder what that is. Um. So then, and then another event plus arcade playlist, and then season four, or whatever. One new operator. Um. Another uh, core gameplay and reworks. Chalet rework? Mm. I'm trying to remember what map that is. Is that that... Um, is it the one that looks like it's in France, maybe? Maybe. Okay. Um, another arcade or event, arcade playlist in one event. Okay. And then a battle pass. Um, do you like that? It was like, is that on par with all the ones you've done in the past? Well, you, you lose quite a few operators from that. Which is kind of surprising. So you're only getting six total right. the year, where you were typically getting like two. And I think I think it was releasing. No, well, maybe it was every quarter. So you at least got eight. So you're losing two. But you know they are kind of getting to that point. Like, what do you do? You're kind of right. Not running out of ideas, but I don't know what else you could do that would make sense and not break the game. So here's the question: They've said they're going to release it on PS5 and Xbox One Series X. Yeah. Do you think 
you know, in terms, at least for the Xbox, do you think that'll apply to the you don't have to pay for games twice? Yeah. They're going to give you an Xbox One X version? I think it might. Or Xbox think, Series X? I think it's very possible that it, it'll just transfer over. Well, and at least, at the very least, you can play it backwards compatible. Right. So. Um, maybe they go free to play at the launch of the new systems. I mean, it, it's done probably better than they ever you know, thought it was going to and has lasted, you know, right. we're into five, you know, the fifth year. That's pretty dang good for a multiplayer. Plus game. I'm sure they make a lot of money off the, their passes for the season and their year stuff. And oh, staring at his phone longingly. Is your wife worried? Cause you never got back to her. No, it's okay. Okay. We will stop this family. <laughs> no, okay. we, we would, but we don't need to. <laughs> um, are you still excited about Siege? Yeah, I actually played the other day. Did you? I hopped on and I was just like, you know what? It's been forever since I've gotten my dailies and I just wanted to, you know, kind of play. I ended up with uh, winning. We won the game, the rounds, and I was the MVP. So that was awesome. Nice. I was like, wow, that felt really good. I figured I was going to like suck at this. Yeah. Which I typically do when I come back into it. Is there anything that you would want to add to the game? To Siege? Oh, a few more maps. I know they kind of keep reworking these ones, right. but I would like a you know some additional ones that were brand new. Um, maybe whenever they do come out with some of the like fun arcade ones, for it to kind of stick around a little bit longer, like an arcade playlist, that right. something a little bit goofier. Because right. you know when you're playing, I mean, I know it's silly, but you do feel the pressure where you're like, man, if I don't want to you know screw my team up and stuff but on some of the ones that are just arcade it's just been silly and we've been cracking up half the time because it's so ridiculous right i didn't get to play the um uh the one in the kids room or where you guys everything was in bright and colorful and oh yeah yeah the, in the plane the, in the plane when yes that's what it was that's what it was, like, that's yeah. what it was. and i was like because that, that was right before I started playing with you. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, I keep seeing these pictures of this like yeah. weird colorful. What what the hell am I missing? <laughs> and that one was pretty funny. So to say the least, even though it didn't change gameplay much, just kind of the decorum of what you were playing. So, But I, I still enjoy it. And we just, I think, have had a little bit of a hiatus due to my job um, changing. Damn and Sam. we've actually just kind of wanted to try something different. Yeah, I think which has been funny because it hasn't worked out. Well. I feel like it hasn't. Nobody's tried my two games yet, but you know we've always tried everybody else. What's the two games? Destiny and Division Two, but oh, you yeah, won't yeah, even yeah. spend three dollars on Division Two. I've got Destiny now. Well, Destiny. maybe we should try Destiny next. Yeah, I think it's about time. Um, I do think you might have to play like the opening part of the game before you have access to the crucible though <laughs> i'll tell you what you go upstairs and put it on my system and i'll do it for you <laughs> um that's really all i got i do want to throw out an idea i've been thinking about that i think i love these both Brandon xbox ideas. That both xbox and sony needs to do okay. so you know how if you own the system everybody on the system benefits from xbox live or playstation plus yeah. that type of thing i think that should still be a thing but i think they need to create a family plan that gives you up to four people okay and the way it works is you assign somebody's account to your family mm -hmm. you can only be a part of one family but then any game that the head of the house so to speak purchases no matter what system a person that's a part of the family plan puts on their system, they have complete access to. So they have this game sharing thing now. So like yeah. my PlayStation upstairs is actually set as Dave's default PlayStation. Right. So all the games he owns, I can play on my PlayStation. All the games I own, because somehow it's also still set as mine, um, the boys can play on my PlayStation. Mm -hmm. But like... I can come down here and install something on my son's PlayStation and he can't touch it. And it works the same way with Xbox. Mm -hmm. Say we went to, I went to your house and put my account on your Xbox and right. made it the default. You'd have access to all my games. Right. It kind of still does that. But, but now you're saying like, look, you have a family of four. 
Apple does it with their stuff. You have a family account, so everybody has access to the same songs that somebody buys. Well, I well, (laughs) no. So here's the deal. Yeah, Austin got. I got Austin GTA for his birthday because he's been playing it a lot. But he's been playing it with a friend of his, but he can't play it without PlayStation Plus, right? So I also got him a one month. Luckily, they're both cheap right now. Right. So I got him a one month. But he's actually the way I have his name set up. He is my. He is one part of my family because I control him because he's a child on my account. So since you have that setup already initiated, Mm -hmm. give them the access to the account like Apple does, where you can download the same purchases you've made with apps and play them and and just put a cap on it, make like a family of four. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool little feature for anybody to have. Yeah. Especially if you're buying. So if you also look at it this way, if you're a parent that buys your kid a lot of stuff, but you also play. Yeah. And then you have a kid that goes off to college. I guess this, my question is with that, why not just like with, you know, my son, I just have the one account that's just mine. What's the, I guess if you want to play together with them, right? That's right. The process. Right. Well, so is that you'd have to have separate accounts. Well, so like the class. reason we have two PlayStations in this house now is Austin wanted his own. Yeah. So, so here's the example. Kai saves up a whole bunch of money, but he's limited to being able to play the Xbox with games when he can't play with you. Right, that are those type of games, and two, he, you know, maybe just has hit that age where it's okay, and you don't care how much he plays, or he, he's a little more active with other people. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you, you know, you spend your money on your Xbox, but now he doesn't have any games. Yeah, and he wants to be able to play the same games he's always played with you, but now he has to rebuy them. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I can understand it for like a, a family thing, and who who's to say that they won't introduce right. it? Right, I just it's something. It, it's more been me around adapting a house with gamers, right? You know, between true. between yeah. Dave, Austin, and Logan, yeah, and me, we all play video games. Yeah. So I think it'd be a helpful little, yeah, you know, where occasionally I my kid, you know, he'll ask about, he'll say, "Hey, can I get you know." Right. Or that, and I'm like, oh, you put it on my account, but I don't want to think of it as. You know. But no, I get it, I get it. So you're just tired, and you look like you want to go home. Well, I mean, I'm tired, but Did you scratch your face. Yes, I'm shaving. Oh, okay. I know. I was hoping. I, I was hoping some. You think I know how to do this by now? I was. <laughs> I was kind of hoping one of your patients was like. No, don't did, get near me. I did Sam. worry about a patient kicking me in the face today, but that didn't oh. happen. Thank goodness. Nice. My son asked me to zerbert him earlier, and then he almost kicked me in the face when I went to do it. I'm like, bro, you told me to do this. I don't know what your problem Wait, is. Wait, what did he ask you to do? Like, were you uh, on their stomach? Zerbert. That's what gotcha. we call it. Is that oh, not what the I word call is? Raspberry. Raspberry. Well, I don't know. That's a raspberry. Eh, potato, potato. Mm, raspberry. Things. Whatever that thing you just said. Raz- raspberry. Zerbert. I said Zerbert. Raspberry Zerbert. A raspberry Zerbert. Yeah. There you go. All right, sir. Well, I'll this has been go. episode 16 of Rubber Nipples. So, Brandon, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. And we will see you all next week. Peace. They can't see you do that. <laughs>